Hello heroes and heroines, sidekicks and supervillains, welcome back to another episode of Panel Pictures. I am your friendly neighborhood Zach, and as always I'm joined by your closest incarnation to Larflees that you can get, Cody McKinney. Hello. Cody, how you doing man? Alright. Yeah? It's raining. Yeah. I don't like rain. <laughs> it's been, wet. You been playing uh, Spider-Man any? <sighs> Not as much as I should have, but like I, I don't prioritize enough time to it. Fair. Like... I mean, I've so far I've beaten Kingpin and collected like forty backpacks, and that's been like all I've done. <laughs> yeah, so you barely scratched the surface. Then yeah, it's much. it's a really good story. It's um it's probably one of my app like top five Spider-Man stories. It's it's a really good one. Yeah, I mean, I just want to get the Iron Spider suit, and then I want to play the game. That's basically what I. <laughs> that's that's my goal. I don't know if I can actually do that or not, but that's what I'm gonna try you to get do. The Iron Spider suit. I think halfway through the game. I think somewhere about thereabouts. So. Like I don't know what the requirements to get it are. Uh, leveling up is basically. What oh, it is. like you you don't just you can't just get it through suit upgrades. No, no, no. So you get suits as you level up. So. Oh, I thought you had to collect like parts and pieces to make the suits. You do have to get parts and pieces to make the suits, but to unlock the suits to like make them. Oh, so it's not just they're not all like craftable from the beginning. Exactly, exactly, oh, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm disappointed now. Oh, it's not that bad. Leveling up's really easy in that game. But all right, cool. Um I've been catching up on Iron Fist, man. Uh I was I I didn't realize there's only 10 episodes for season 2 as versus like the usual 13 yeah. that they have for this. So, I'm a little disappointed with that because I just got done watching episode 4, I believe. Yeah. And it's really good. See, like there are actual stakes now, and pretty good character. I, you know how everyone talked about the first season of Iron Fist, how it was not good. Well, no, well, it, other it was, than that, it was really slow. Other than that, it Cody, was, it was real boring. Other than that, Cody, it was a bunch of boardroom scenes. I swear to God, nobody cared about. Well, a lot of people said that they, everybody just keeps yelling, "Danny, <laughs> hey, Danny." <laughs> You know how people said that they preferred the side characters? Yeah. Um, to Danny? <laughs> to Danny, yes. So in this season, I I could not care less about all the side characters. Why is that? Um, I haven't watched it. Their parts are really boring compared to what's going on with Danny and Colleen. Danny? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danny. Major point, Cody. <laughs> Jesus age. I, I love the cosmic irony that you got excited for Suicide Squad. I know, and then right? I gave you so much shit over it. And then I got so excited for Iron Fist. And Turnabout was fair play. And Turnabout was fair play, exactly. Jesus. Oh, God. But anyway, so today, um, Cody and I aren't going to be tackling a specific movie. Actually, we decided we would talk about four upcoming trailers for four upcoming movies. Do some nice trailer talk, as it were. Because uh, I think it's important for us to... I think it'd be nice for us to record our predictions and our first feelings and have those out on the table. And then eventually when we do see these movies, we can, you know, look back fondly or not so fondly, you know, on these memories and then be like, man, I was totally wrong slash right. Yeah. Like, it's always great when you see a trailer and you're like, that looks awesome. And then it, you go into it and it is awesome. And it's, it's good. It's a good feeling. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a really terrible feeling when you're like, that trailer looked really cool. I really like those images of the Joker. And then you go into that movie. <laughs> And you're probably gonna be disappointed. Exactly. We like let's let's peel back the curtain just a little bit. Like that's another thing I want to mention. Yeah. Like, cause we're in we're in the we're in the weeds right now with this whole situation. Cause out of our, out of our group of friends, there's some of us who are really excited for some things. Yeah. And some of us who are equally unexcited for all of those things. Exactly. Like the Bumblebee trailer. 
<laughs> and uh, the the images of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Yeah. A lot of these two things have been really controversial over the past week. <laughs> and man, my phone has just been been buzzing, buzzing away. Yeah. I just uh, yeah, it's interesting because we our our friend group does have an interesting dynamic of cynicism of cynicism and also optimism optimism and really really invested in certain characters and then completely uninvested in other characters but i think we're in a really interesting spot because we're taking not so well-known characters yeah not and and just and just these lesser-known characters and we're we're giving them the time and space to shine hopefully we're into that we're into that point in comic book movies where people are not using their b characters yet but like your your a1 characters your a minus characters exactly like we're we've we've burned all the a characters so we're going down the list i mean and i'm okay with that to be 100 honest um i will i will admit there is some fatigue uh for me even you know me being a super comic fan myself right there is a there is fatigue because it is tiring to keep up with oh i gotta watch this oh this is connected to this i better read up on this and see how it compares to that you know i mean it's a it's nice escapism we we had escapism with sci-fi in the 90s and early 2000s you know my parents and my grandparents had escapism with westerns and comedies and that kind of stuff so I mean, superhero movies are just going to be the new wave of escapism for a while, you know, and yeah. th- and that's perfectly fine with me. And I know a lot of folks are going to be like, oh, well, you know, they're going to go the way of Westerns and sci-fi. Yeah, they absolutely are. We're going to reach a point eventually when people are just going to be done with comic book movies. But by then, I'll be an old man with like 30 Blu-rays sitting in my living <laughs> yeah, room really. and I'll be like, I can relive all of this now. You exactly. Know? But like, you know. We're in that that good point right now where everything has reached. We're not like quite at critical mass yet, but we're right underneath it. Like, I think that after we get through like Infinity War and everything, that's when we hit critical mass. Where we're just like, where do we go from here? That's very like, true. What What do we do? Like, how do we? I think it's gonna be really interesting too because that after that point, that's gonna be the point where Disney, I think, fully absorbs all those Fox properties. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's exciting because like we like I, I'm a, I'm gonna throw down the gauntlet now. Okay. I think our next like like post Thanos. Like big, big bad. Yeah. Because there'll be some like individual big bads with like another Doctor Strange movie sure. and another Black Panther. Yeah. Like we'll, yeah. we'll get like their individual villains. But I think our next like giant big bad is going to be Doctor Doom. Like that's, that's, that's logical. That's, that's it makes a good sense. guess. That's he's, a good guess. Like he's not quite like a galactic uh, villain. But like he's a an Earth based villain who is an Avengers size threat. Okay, that's that's a good one. Um, I was thinking maybe they were gonna do Galactus, but it's like you said though they might tire out from the space cosmic shenanigans exactly, like, especially because Guardians three's up in the air. And... God help us! God help us with that. I'm so surprised that they actually turned people away and said go find another job. Like yeah, it's I mean... that bad. Well, the script was already written out, and and I saw an article saying that they plan to use the script. They're just like, they just don't know. I, 
I mean, it's it's Disney's like as bad as I hate to say it, like their continual circle jerk of what we had planned didn't work out. Now we don't know what we're doing. We got to figure out a thing, but yeah. we don't want to make everybody mad because we didn't do the thing that they wanted us to do in the first place. Like it's a, it like. And I don't want Guardians three to become Solo. That's literally where I'm at. Okay, what do you What do you mean by that? All right, so I'm Solo with uh, Lord Miller. It was a done movie, basically. They mm-hmm. just had to do some reshoots, and the movie could have been done. Okay, but like Kathleen Kennedy came along, and they're like, "This isn't what I want. This isn't the This isn't the Star Wars movie. This isn't Han Solo." Like you know, I, I'm blaming her, and I don't know that like she is to blame, but she's the one who fired him. Fair. <laughs> and then that movie came out. And it was super underwhelming. It wasn't bad. I mean, I didn't find it underwhelming. I found it just like, I found it as a good sci-fi Star Wars film. Like a good just story. Exactly. It was middle of the road. But see, that's the thing. I wanted that. I'm tired of the galaxy being in constant threat. Yeah, and that's not what I mean by that. What I mean by middle of the road is like, it, it was inconsequential. It didn't matter. There was there wasn't like there was no drama to the story because we know everybody's making it through it like you know that's I mean that's I I think that's a little unfair though because you have to consider Solo's relationship with uh, Kira you know yeah I mean like and you could you could that's have done, not inconsequential in my in my opinion you could have done a lot like all right I guess what I'm saying is you could have done a different movie and I think that the Lord Miller version was going to be a different okay. movie yeah. Like this one, they just wanted to keep. They wanted to keep the like original trilogy kind of tone to it, where they're okay. just like everything's kind of small scale. Mm. We got to get through mm-hmm. this thing, mm-hmm. like, and then we'll we'll add in like a little bit of we'll add a little spice in there with like, I mean, like like Woody Harrelson's character is really good. I like that. He, his character is amazing. And they I, made a side comic for him too, and it was just like, yeah, exactly. And I spoilers. Uh, Darth Maul's in the movie, like yeah. that's really neat. But I, I think that if they'd done like the Lord Miller thing, they could have had Darth Maul play a bigger role, that's which would fair. have been interesting. And like the the heist would not have been like the entire like crux of the movie, where we're just like, oh crap, we gotta get this thing because fair. this dude wants this thing, fair. and then we gotta go to this planet where there's this thing, and then we gotta go through this giant space storm for the thing with the speed and the Kessel... Like, the, like I think the Lord Miller version, the Kessel Run would have been a race. I don't think it would have been, like, a space thing. Uh, I, don't, like, I don't think it ever was a race, though. Like, I... All right, I'm making a better movie in my head. It would have been more fun as a race. Like it like making it like a giant space storm with like octopi- like octopus space monsters <laughs> and a giant supernova black hole thing in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I like the, like that whole scene just bothers me. I get that. Cuz it's there that. for like are they going to make it out? That <laughs> ship that survived seven <laughs> movies is it going to make it through? Okay, so I get I get all that. I my feeling is that Solo is the perfect I would say perfect EU movie. Yeah, for, I mean for for and it's a good way for those who only watch the films to get a taste of what Star Wars extended universe is like. Yeah, I mean like it fe- it literally feels like they just made a, a like a movie of what could have been a comic. 
and that's fair would have worked better that's, as a comic. I don't I don't think it would have worked better as a comic. Uh, but although the comic adaption is coming up soon, I just got done reading the Last Jedi comic adaption, and the artwork was awful. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um. I mean, and another weird one, like yeah. in the uh, like in the movie, they mentioned Bosk, and like yeah, I you could have. I just hate I hate making better movies in my head or what I think would be better movies. That's in my why head. you shouldn't, man. I mean, like, here's my thing: you can react to what is shown to you on the screen, right? Yeah. But when you start going, it would have been better if blank. It would have been better if blank had shown up, you know, or blank had done blank. Well, like I and I also come from like the like the Kevin Smith thought process of like if if you think that there's a better movie, why don't you go out and make that better movie? Exactly. Like, and I and I don't have the talent to do that, so exactly, I exactly. shouldn't just sit there and. Like be like, well, if I were the one making it, it would have, like, it would have been Bosk and IG88 and Dingar in a race with the Millennium Falcon. I think and... you can, I think you can play around with like saying it would have been cool if blah blah yeah. blah had happened. But when you start entering the territory of they should have done blank, like you don't know what the holocron protector, you know, the guy who works over at Lucasfilm, you know, you don't know about like the rules of, of how like, Oh, if we did this, this would have intersected with this story. And then like, you know, nullified this Canon story. Right. Yeah. You don't know about how much money they had here or like how much scheduling they had there. You know, we don't know why Kathleen Kennedy really fired the first director. Yeah. Right. And, like that's the thing. And like, we don't I... know what that first cut was like. I brought us deep into the weeds on this one because, like, I had a bone to pick with Solo. That's fine. But, That's fine. Like, we're going, totally off topic with going Solo. Going back but... to Guardians. Yes. Like, I feel like th- it's a similar thing where they, they lost their director and they needed, they're going to have to get a new director, but they're using, like, if they continue to use the script. Yeah. I think the best bet that they could possibly have would be just to have, like, Taiko Watiti do it because he's the, like, Ragnarok has a Guardians feel to it. It does. Like, it does. I you have people like what with TD too. Yeah, like he's like he's familiar with the material. Yeah, like I mean, I think you could slot him into that spot, and like it could still work. And he's a really fun guy, and that fits the the mood of Guardians really well. Yeah, I just I hate that. I I hate that they are totally just like bolstering down. They're like, oh no, we 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 stand by our decision to fire James Gunn. Yeah, like, because he made some tweets like ten years ago. Like you still got James Gunn's brother playing, uh, Craggle, Craglin, Craglin, yeah, yeah, something like that. I and so it's it's just nuts. It's nuts to me. It's a, it's a bad situation. Yeah, it could have all been prevented if James Gunn hadn't written those stupid tweets in the first place, right? And we can all say that because hindsight's twenty twenty. But you know, when we look at all these other people who have written terrible tweets, have apologized for it, and they're still working with Disney, yeah, and they're still working with all these major film companies. You think Disney would have had some sort of I mean, it's it's almost foresight, like that they, they just sacrificed James Gunn up to the machine just to be like, look, we need to make an example which of somebody. Was, We're was, so sorry. Which, We're throwing you off the cliff. Which was the dumbest thing to do because literally he's one of the best directors they have yeah. with Marvel. You know, it's with it, one of the most successful franchises. You literally were able like, you. I mean, you remember we were down in Atomic before Guardians 1 even came out. And we were just sitting and there we like, like, how are they going to make this? How work? are they going to make this work? This and then is after, the dumbest concept. And then after Guardians 1 came out. You and I both were like, "This is proof that Marvel can just print money whenever they feel like." Yeah, because they can just make anything work, like or or Disney rather. But I, you get what I'm saying. They can they can literally take a character and make a good movie, and that's that's what I think is Marvel's biggest strength right now. No one gave a shit about Ant Man. 
No one gave a shit about Black Panther. No one gave a shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy. No one has given a shit about Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. And now these are household names. Like people. Nobody gave a shit about Iron Man or Thor. That's uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Let's be real. Absolutely. That's a hundred percent correct. You know, no one gave a shit about any of these characters other than Spider Man. Occasionally, Fantastic Four. Occasionally, Captain America. Occasionally, Captain America. And now, or, and, occasionally and the Hulk. Hulk and Hulk. Yeah, Hulk TV series. Yeah, that kind of thing. But now, like these are all common names. For, you know, like everyone knows these characters, right? And I feel like that's what DC tried to emulate. Segwaying into our first trailer here, I think that's what DC's trying to emulate with Shazam. Yeah. So we move into Shazam here. I'm going to go ahead. I think it's always good for us to talk about like our investment with each character, you know, when we move into each property here. I have zero investment with Shazam. Uh, I have probably read maybe one Shazam story my whole time, my whole like comic book reading career. No, I, I, I take that back. I've read two because I read uh, Stan Lee's reimagining of Shazam. And I just, I, I, I'm okay with what they're doing because I have no connection to this character. Now, that being said, I hope those who are heavily invested in Shazam and Black Adam are feeling pretty hyped about this trailer because I like it. I, I like what they're doing with Shazam. Yeah, I agree. It's a really good trailer. And, like, I, I similar to you, have zero investment. I didn't even know Shazam was a character until, like, the Marvel versus, or not the Marvel, the uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat game. Jesus, that was, when, like, like back in high school, yeah, wasn't it? like, back when they made that, and the game was bad, but I liked oh, Mortal God, Kombat, yeah. and yeah. I liked Batman, yeah. so I bought it. And, like, Captain Marvel, he wasn't even Shazam That's in the true. game. That's true. It was Captain Marvel, and yeah. I was like, is captain marvel yep <laughs> like i was like all right he's he's red he looks kind of like superman he's real big <laughs> he's got like this white like side cape thing like yep. it, it, and i was like what is this and then like when injustice came out like in this new character who looked just like that or at least a new character to me yeah and they called him shazam i was like all right he comes out onto the screen and he's a kid and he yells shazam and he turns into what looks like captain marvel yeah the character from captain you know like it's a convoluted history with with captain marvel slash Shazam. so so yeah i'm i'm equally uninvested exactly but um, the trailer looks really cool and so i think that's what dc's doing dc is taking a lesser known character and they are reinventing him in now, a way that is approachable yeah i was saying a minus characters yeah. Shazam's a B character. Let's not even. Why? Why would? Okay. Why would you say something so bold yet so true? All as, right. As the internet might say. I mean, uh, for me, yes. Like, I'm I'm looking at. All right. So let's look at the Justice League. Like, let's look at Justice League uh, Unlimited. Let's look at that. The cartoons. Yeah. Okay. Because that's like most of our generation's like identifier of the Justice League. Fair, probably Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. I grew up with Justice League. I never really watched Unlimited that much. Ain't fair, but same difference. Yeah, like, like I think like out after you get past like your big six, kind of big eight. Okay, like that's when you get to be characters. That's fair. That's fair. I I don't consider Shazam a B character, I know, dude. I consider Green Arrow a B character. <laughs> Whoa, dude's got his own show yeah. for like seven seasons. Now. I know. I mean, I'm not like, but when when Arrow started, I was like. Who gives a fuck about Green Arrow? <laughs> like, he's worse Batman. He's worse Batman. Um, but no, let's go back to the trailer. So, obviously, this movie is going to have a much lighter tone than literally all these other DC movies that we've yeah. gotten to this point. Like, it's the first one that looks fun. Yeah, and I think that's going to work well in Shazam's favor because I don't think you could do a very serious Shazam story. Yeah. 
and get away with it being a good movie. And I'm, I'm happy that they didn't just blow the load and make Black Adam the villain. That's also, yeah, that's good. Because, um, like, that's kind of Shazam's only thing. <laughs> God, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, I, I literally don't know any other Shazam villains off the top of my head. So, yeah, um, I, I enjoy the, the lighthearted look. I, I'm worried about origin story burnout. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of us are very burnt out by origin story stuff. I mean, from what we saw of the trailer, it looks like the first hour of this movie is gonna be playing bi- around with powers. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, Billy Batson, he's a he's a kid and he's in foster care. Oh, he's got a new family. Yeah. Oh, there's some bullies. Yeah. Oh, we're thirty minutes in and you still haven't seen a superhero. Ooh, he's getting on this train. Subway. Subway. We don't live near a city, so like I don't really. <laughs> we know. don't live near a city. They said living in Johnson City. Well, I mean, like near a city that has like subways yeah, yeah, and yeah, thing, yeah. public transit that works. Yeah. Uh, so he gets on this subway. Oh, we're forty-five minutes into the movie, and he finally has powers. All right, time to start having fun. <laughs> yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. It's it's I'm I am afraid that the villain is going to be. I'm afraid this is going to be kind of like with Justice League and Steppenwolf. You know, like the villain's just going to be like a non-point yeah, I mean, in the story. At least it doesn't look like the villain's going to be a big CGI mess, though. It just that like, is I, and I assume the villain is fair. the bald guy I, I in dread, the trailer that stops the punch. I, I don't know its name. I dread the day we have to review Justice League, Cody. I have it on Blu-ray oh, because I'm, my wife thought it was a very fun prank. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. You're excited for yeah. it? Oh, God. Because I think that... Like we're gonna blow out the mic, Cody. The, you're gonna blow out the mic. No, no, we are, because you're gonna tell me to stop yelling. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I am a hundred percent legitimately excited for this movie. The actor's name, I, I always forget him off the top of my head. Uh, I always want to call him Chuck, and he's not Chuck. Uh, the guy, guy who played Chuck in the TV series, Chuck. No idea. No idea. Okay. And the trailer does look Zachary really... Levi, thank you. Oh, okay. Okay, so Zachary Levi, I think, was a very weird choice at first. Because he's not a muscly dude. He's oh, not because he's not a muscly dude, and you can... And they literally put him in a muscle suit. Yeah, and I, and I get that. But that's what, like, Shaz- like, Shazam looks more jacked than any other Marvel superhero, though. That's And, like, true. I think that's why they went for a muscle suit, because yeah. they didn't want... Well, a, they probably didn't want to spend a lot of money on this, so they didn't want to make him a giant <laughs> CG monstrosity. That's but true. like That's putting him true. in a muscle suit like gives you that like unrealistic jackedness. That's true. He does seem kind of demigod like, right? Yeah. Very mystical. And that is part of Shazam's physique, his mystique, right? Is is looking that way. So I think they did make a good choice by making him look uh less realistic. Yeah. So yeah, it, it looks good. Everything about Shazam aesthetically speaking looks good which it's it's hard to screw him up because he's just a man in giant red long johns with man, a giant lightning bolt on his forehead you his say chest. that you say that but i have seen some photoshopped like fan art of like oh this actor should have played this or this actor should have oh, played that okay. and i'm like this doesn't look right like, like and bright side if Dwayne Johnson is still going to be Black Adam, he doesn't have to do anything but put on some spandex because he's that, already unrealistically yeah, that's jacked. True. God, that's very true. <laughs> like he he's l- got the skin tone. He, we gotta just slap some hair on him and we'll yeah, be good to like, go. Like just put on, like put on a black wig because man is bald, unfortunately. Yeah. Like and just have him put on that kind of 
like Middle Easterny accent that Black Adam always has. Yeah, for some like, reason. I, is he supposed to be Egyptian? Like, I don't know what Black oh, Adam's supposed to that's be. That's a good question, actually. That's a good like question. in the games. I always thought he was Egyptian. So he might be Egyptian. I don't know. And that's it's, see, I'm glad that we've got time to do some research and actually read some Shazam stories and yeah, you know, read up on Black Adam before. But again, I think it's good though. I think it's good for us to have investment in certain characters and investment. Uh, and and no investment in other characters rather because i think if we're invested in every single character right our our view on some of these films is going to be or, or a lot of these films is going to be incredibly skewed right yeah so i think it's good that we don't get 100 percent invested with every single film because if we do if we are invested in every single film yeah our our reviews will be very similar to each other and they'll have the same point of origin. But at that same time, I don't think we'll hit the same notes that those who are not invested, you know, uh, might get. But anyway, I'm pretty excited for this film. I think it's going to be a fun romp. I, I think this will be the kick in the pants that Warner brothers and DC needs to realize that they should not have gone overly gritty and serious with so many of these films like yeah. they tried to do this with suicide squad they tried to not be gritty yeah, they with tried to make it fun <laughs> they tried to make it fun but like and they just made it a hot mess with suicide yeah squad. i mean they just made it like really like i, I yet again i'll defend it because yeah. i don't think it's a terrible movie it won an oscar <laughs> i will reach across this table but, and i will slap the orange off of you but <laughs> but um yeah like the movie like Suicide Squad is just a movie that they felt like they edited together shoddily and they just slapped a ex- really expensive soundtrack on top of weird like, aesthetic. Like none of the music even fits the scenes. Half Using the time. sex it's to sell stuff, just there, yeah, which I we mean, talked about in our Iron Man review. Like you don't see Marvel doing that. Marvel true. doesn't need sex appeal to sell yeah. its characters. Right, and they're just like, let's just put Margot Robbie in shorts that she didn't even know were going to be as short as they were when they finally edited it. I know. Like, I'll, 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 give it, I'll give it this. I'll say that perhaps Black Widow in the beginning was a little sexualized, like, especially when we did Iron Man 2, right? Yeah. And she was, um, uh, I forget her, her code name or her fake name, but when she was supposed to be Stark's assistant, yeah. right? She was a little dolled up and dressed up and everything, right? But when she put on the Black Widow outfit, Although it is kind of skin tight, right? That is, you know, similar to her comic book character costume. She was all business. It was very like like Black Widow's business. She's not a sex toy, right? Yeah, she she's she's gonna pummel you exactly. Death. Whereas with Harley Quinn, she's dressing up in front of all these guards, and she's like, "What?" Yeah, you know. I mean, like, and you're but like, like well, it's a it's a low blow. It's a cheap jab, man. Like, but I, at the same time, though, that is kind of her character a lot. Like, no, in, or like I could not wait, disagree more. Wait, okay. Like I, the more like the more recent like iterations of her character, just being like kind of ditzy and dumb. That's okay. Okay, if you if you if we're basing on her recent iteration where they do like sexualize her and they do make her very ditzy and dumb, I will give you that. Yeah, I know, we're not talking like the like original run. Yeah, with like the leotard, the 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 the, the struggling psychiatrist, you know. Yeah, I mean, and everything. I, yeah. I'd I'd blame it around like 2014 ish when they redesigned her character. That was completely. a terrible time to work in a comic book store. That and was an she awful time. like Deadpool and Harley Quinn. Yeah, like, I mean exactly. Like she got like God. the. Uh, like she got, she like got the, the Deadpool multi- treatment, the multicolored hair yeah. and like the, the short shorts and the leather jacket. And like, you know, she, 
like you said, she just became DC Deadpool. She really did. She really did. And that was an awful time to work in a comic book store. And, and you know, and back, th- that's when they started development on this movie. That's true. That's so, true. Um, so Shazam looks like it'll be, I, I think it'll, I think it'll be a push in the right direction for DC and Warner brothers, whether or not it'll make a lot of money for them. Cause I know that's what they're interested in at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it will. I don't know if you can sell Shazam to kids and to, to the average oh, comic book nerd. Well, I think you can sell it to kids easy because he is a kid. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. But, like, I don't, like, after Justice League, I don't know how many people are just going to be like, all right, let's go to the movies and see Shazam. Like, you know. Well, I'm, we got Aquaman before that, though. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm, which we're tackling here later. But Like, and it's going to be dependent on how good or bad that movie ends up being. Yeah. But yet again, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on to our next trailer here. So this is the most recent one out of the four. And we're going to jump or jump across the, across the border. We are. So we're going to jump back into Marvel land ish, Marvel ish land, Marvel Fox land. Yeah. With uh dark Phoenix. Not, okay. not, not quite Kevin Feige land yet, yeah, right? but we're getting there. We're getting there. So, uh, this, this just came out as of this recording about two or three days ago. Yeah. I think it was two days ago. Yeah. And I sent you the trailer over Facebook, um, yeah. because I watched it before work. I, I was at my desk at the university and I was grading papers and, and like, I was I, checking emails and stuff. And then I was like, wait, I think dark Phoenix comes out today. So I was like listening yeah, and watching and, it while I was grading. And I, I'd seen it before you sent it to me, but oh, I had you. I, yeah. Oh, and okay. I watched it again after you sent it to me okay. though, because like the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't even care. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So X-Men. longest running comic book franchise modern comic book franchise movie wise movie wise because they started in 99 god yeah oh man you're right oh yeah like i'm pretty sure it was out of 99 2000 okay so here's here's another comic story surprise to you know most people because i'm sure i come off as a marvel super fanboy uh here's another story i'm not invested in um working in the comic book store made me dislike x-men more and more each day 2000 2000 okay i i could not care less about x-men at this point in time growing up i liked x-men growing up i liked wolverine and cyclops (laughs) and and the cartoon and the cartoon i mean how can you fight that that's like such a catchy it's such a good thing you know um i liked all those characters i liked reading 90s x-men because it was just off the wall insane even like gambit i even liked gambit um rest in peace gambit movie but you know, as, as we went along and then we got the movie in 2000 and then we started getting X2 and X3 and that kind of thing. It started getting really stale for me, even as a kid. Yeah. I remember sitting in the movie theater watching X3 and they kill off Xavier and they kill off Cyclops and and Magneto. Oh, that's right. Xavier and Magneto at the same time. Was it? Yeah. Because they go into that house to get Jean and she dark Phoenix is in the death. Oh, Okay. Okay. See, I only remember I only remember them standing over Xavier's grave, and then I only remember them. I think they buried Cyclops at that lake or something. Yeah, like that, and right? see, like that's why I'm like when, like that's why when I see this movie, I'm just like oh. exactly. So I even as a kid though, I was pretty burnt out at that point. I was like, I was like, this is getting kind of ridiculous. And then First Class came out. Um, Wait, I think I might be wrong. What's up? Because isn't like wasn't Magneto in Days of Future Past? Yes. So, like, they couldn't have Dark Phoenix into death with Xavier. It was just Xavier who got Dark Phoenix to death in the maybe, opening of that movie. Because uh, Xavier regenerates himself into that other body. That's how he's in. Ah, uh, God. In See, Days and, of this is, and this is why yeah. I'm, like, so done with X Men because, like, 
between all the timelines, all the story changing, all the hand swapping and between directors and writers and everything yeah. like that. Like you, you were giving me that look when I was trying to explain where this falls into the timeline. Yeah. Earlier. I, just, I just don't get this. Like I, I get the message that X-Men is trying to convey. Yeah. I like the message that X-Men is trying to convey. I like the majority of the mutants and the characters. These are good, fleshed out, well thought out characters that are very important to not only like the Marvel timeline, you know, as a whole, like not, not just movies, but comics as a whole. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're important to, uh, creative writing and they're important to, to a lot of different, uh, mediums. X-Men has just been this whole jump. I feel like when I, when I look at X-Men, I feel like someone is giving me this X-Men puzzle. Okay. And I look at the picture on the box. I'm like, okay, this is what I have to like. Uh, this is what I have to understand the whole entire timeline, the story, right? And then I open the box, and half the puzzle pieces are missing. And I get done putting all the pieces together, and I look through the rest of the box. I'm like, "Hey, where the fuck are the other pieces?" Like, and then, like, occasionally they'll mail you one of the missing pieces. Exactly. And I'm like, "Okay, and that Pokemon was here." And by then, I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go do my Spider-Man puzzle <laughs> you just over don't, here." You yeah. just don't care by the exactly. end. Exactly. Like, so I, it's not that I dislike X-Men because there's a lot to like about X-Men. Yeah, and I and like, like I said, First Class was great. I loved First Class, and even Days of Future Past was great. Uh, um, Apocalypse, not so Apocalypse much. was just oh, it's rough. God, it was. I got so bored. I got like, so bored seeing destruction over and over yeah, and over. I and mean, over. all right, like let, like let but me let's s- go back to Dark Phoenix, though. Yeah. Um, so we get we get to this trailer for Dark Phoenix, and we have um, bless her heart. What's her name? The actress from Game of Thrones. Yeah, Sansa. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have Sansa. I just right? want to call her Sansa. Sansa Gray. <laughs> but um, Gene Stark. Gene Stark. <laughs> Oh Lord, um, I, I'm terrible with actors and actresses' names for the most part. Winter has telekinetic powers. Winter has telekinetic powers. Uh, Sophie Turner. Okay, so we have Sophie Turner as Jean Grey, which I think is a very good choice. Yeah, she, she and she's well, she's redhead. She she does very well. We have Jennifer Lawrence with Mystique. We have all these. Uh, we James McAvoy for Professor X and uh, Michael Fassbender for Magneto and all these other people. We've grown to yeah, like I mean, and know. Like, we like these guys. Uh, we even see little bits of Evan Peters reprising his role role as Quicksilver. Yeah, um, and uh, I I like all the I like the the new set of like baby X Men that they it's great established it's, in Apocalypse. It's, it's all it's all that part I can't argue with, right? Because yeah, because I've grown to like these actors. Oh, and you, these characters. you even get a uh, Halle Berry back as a uh, Storm. No, I don't she, think I don't no, think she I, was in the trailer. Was she? I'm almost positive that was her, unless it, I'm, unless I'm, they just got somebody who looked an awful lot like her. Because I've got I've got right here I've pulled it up. Who's it? Ale- Alexandra Ship. Oh crap! Star. They just got somebody who looked like remarkably. I don't think that. Yeah, because I was like I don't think that was Halle Berry. But moving right along though, it is hard for me to get over the hump of I don't care. Yeah. Um, because we've had so many X Men stories now, and like you said, we've already done Dark Phoenix, right? So. What's to say that this is better? Like, the trailer hasn't shown me other than the fact that, you know, Xavier fucked up uh, by by locking away Dark Phoenix. I, you, you got your, your favorite line from Magneto right there. Oh, yeah. You, there's always an accident. You always... No, no. There's always an apology. You, you always, always have a speech, speech and, and nobody cares. cares. And that's, and that's <laughs> literally encapsulated how I felt about this. I was like, why should I care? Why should I care at this point? Like, what new thing can you guys bring to me to want to like watch and read x-men again you know 
what's stopping me from just going back to my 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 tome, my hard drive, you know, I call it my big comic tome, and like re-downloading the Dark Phoenix saga and just throwing that on my iPad and rereading yeah, that. Which like, will give you probably a more enjoyable experience. It probably will, yeah. What's to stop me from doing that? There's yeah. nothing here other than this cast that I have grown to like, right? Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing here other than the cast itself. Uh, there's nothing story-wise pulling me into this. Exactly. And you you and I had this discussion earlier. I don't like the Dark Phoenix saga in general. Like, I think she's... Like, and that's fair. You're, you're, that's entitled, you're entitled to that opinion, right? Like, that's totally fine if you don't like that. Yeah. Like, and I, yet again, for me, this final movie, like, and they didn't... This movie went into production before they knew that, like, before anybody before had this, any idea. Before this that Disney would just, Disney like, decide to, buying, to yeah. buy everything. But, like... I'm just glad we have a clear answer, finally, because you and I were, like, jumbling around yeah. for months. Did they? Like, did, did they not? Did they not? Well, I heard this happened. And Comcast. Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, if they'd known this was coming, it would have been kind of a nicer thing for them to do, like a full like Magneto's like mutants versus the X-Men exactly like yeah. fight movie and make it good. Yeah. Cause you could have had all of the cool ones. You could have had toad back and juggernaut and like all the ones that everybody would have wanted to see. You could have, you probably could have paid Hugh Jackman and they could have like, I don't know. Maybe de-aged him like they did in Logan. Poor Hugh Jackman. I think he's done. I think he's so burnt out on and Wolverine. Even they could have just like recast Wolverine for this one movie because like you can't have oh, like too a, soon. a big fight without Wolverine in it. That's true, but I think it's too soon. I think it's too soon after Logan. Like people are still feeling. Yeah, I mean, like and they fresh about Logan. Eh, probably. Yeah. Um, I just there's nothing here for me to be 100 percent honest. There's no pull for. I I watched the trailer. Visually, it is appealing. Yeah, right. I mean, like that, I and mean, that shot of her like losing control and crashing her parents' car. The, yeah, and, right. And the the last little bit where the veins are bulging, you yeah. start seeing the orange in her eyes and that kind of thing. That's that's interesting. It's aesthetically pleasing. And Magneto pulling out that helmet. Pulling oh, out that every, helmet. Every time yeah. I put on that helmet, I'm just like, oh, it's 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 on. And, like. the, and the standoff between like you know the X Men themselves. You have one end, uh, like one group on one end of this, and bridge. they're in the yellow costume. In the yeah, so ah. like so everything everything looks nice. Yeah. The problem is that i feel like this movie is about as deep as a puddle probably and i don't think there's ever going to be anything until until marvel does their inevitable reboot of x-men after you know this movie yeah. and after Which, we and i don't know if we're ever going to get that other one the um the the horror one oh crap i completely forgot new mutants new mutants yeah. I, for, I completely forgot that was I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know about the status about that yeah they um, may have just scrapped it they might have but you know after after this, you know, goes into theaters and then is resolved, and after whatever New Mutants is resolved, right? Yeah, it's gonna have to. There's gonna have to be a new fresh take for me to be somewhat invested. And even then, I'm gonna be really burnt out because, like you said, we've been with these characters for 18 years. Yeah. Which I mean, look, I'm a I'm a play like good old. Let me predict the future, Cody. Okay. So I think now that Disney owns everything, the next thing that we get. I already said Doom is going to be our next villain. Fair. Yeah. And I think that they'll... Like, That's a fair assessment. And I think Fantastic Four will be the next, like... Big thing. Yeah, they'll yeah. that'll be their next, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, ensemble, let's set up this movie, make this movie happen thing. If they're smart, 
I think that they should start X-Men out the Netflix route, but like on Disney's streaming service when they get it up and running. I think the X-Men should start Disney's like streaming platform. That should be their like flagship. Like we're going to make basically pull what DC's trying to do with Titans. Exactly. We're going to make the the X-Men show. It's going to be great. And then they're going like once they get through their Dr. Doom saga. Yeah. That's when they do Avengers versus X-Men and like everybody loves it. And like you could have the, like the la- the last season before that, like they could start setting up Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Like you know, there's a big bunch of stuff they could do and lead Absolutely. it and lead it up to X Men versus Avengers because that's a really good set of books. It is. It is. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I think I think that's. It might be a little ambitious your prediction, but I believe that is a. If they want to do this right and they want to print money, like yeah, they always I mean, do. and because and you own all the Avengers and you own all the X Men, like why wouldn't you do that? That's now? fair. That's fair. I mean, like That's you should assessment. lead to that. Yeah, absolutely. I think AVX, yeah, is a is a. a That's something I see all the time on forum posts and comment sections. People want AVX, but yes, I. It makes more sense for them to like do solo movies for like. Wolverine and Magneto because you've got like Wanda and you could have Quicksilver back with some clever like like Doctor Strange went back in time and stopped him from getting killed or oh, some like cop outy shenanigans. I think that would just make it worse and I think that would make the perception of Age of Ultron worse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but would would it not be cool though? Like just hear me out. <laughs> All right, if here we go. Once once they break the gauntlet apart and yeah. the stones are back and yeah. just like like it, like if they do like the comics and like each person gets like one of the stones. Yeah. And uh Doctor Strange gets his stone back. Yeah. If like Wanda wasn't like just came to him and been like, "Can you save my brother from the falling clusterfuck that was Ultron?" <laughs> so like you just like they do like one of their amazing Marvel Disney edits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you like you see the footage like you're in ultron again <laughs> like they they could even start it at like hawkeye. green screen cumberbatch like, in there like started at the hawkeye scene where he's giving the speech where he's just like we're on a floating island and i'm a man with a bow and arrow and yeah. none of this makes sense right 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 right. and then like right as quicksilver like jumps in front of those like bullets yeah which Mm, we'll get to Ultron, but yeah. like when he jumps in front of those bullets, just have like a green, like one of the spinny like fire portals That's open fair. up behind him and just be like, pull him, come with me, Whoosh, and he just comes through, and then Hawkeye dies. <laughs> the bullets actually hit Hawkeye. That's awful. We That's can awful. Just be done with that. That's awful, and you're awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, let's move on. So jumping back to DC, something that is deep, something that like is... the ocean. Oh, God. You're fired. You're so fired. You're so fired. Um, Aquaman. So, are you happy with what you, you're happy with yourself there, Cody? Yeah. Giggling to yourself like, like an idiot schoolboy. Jesus Christ. I like the ocean. It's it's watery. I swear. There's uh, there's I'm people. Gonna, I'm gonna slap you in in fancy armor. I'm gonna slap you so damn hard. It's like underwater Black Panther, but like your character's not interesting in the least. Okay, so let's move on. Aquaman. Um. I remember in early college years, you and Joe and a lot of other friends of ours uh, made fun of me because I like Aquaman. But, like, to be fair, you proved us wrong because, yet again, around that 2014 point, they made Aquaman a waterbender, and it was he was cool again. Yeah, I mean, that, that New 52 reboot of Aquaman, that's what pulled me in. And you all didn't believe me for the longest damn time. And then eventually, you know, I, I had a couple people read the New 52 Aquaman, and they were like, oh, oh. I get, now it. I get it. Yeah. 
I even have Aquaman Chuck Taylors, you know, because yeah. I, I love Aquaman. So when Jason Momoa... Well, I was like, you don't love this Aquaman. So when Jason Momoa was announced for Aquaman, initially I was really excited because I was I was all for like a like a big burly... Cal like, Drago. Yeah, like Cal John. Drago looking, you know, Aquaman. And I didn't care that he wasn't blonde. I didn't care that he was like maybe too muscular or all tatted up or something like that, you know. But as Cody knows, when we saw Justice League <laughs> and Aquaman first started speaking and interacting with other characters... I immediately dubbed Jason Momoa's version of Aquaman Bro Sidon. Yep. Because he's literally just Jason Momoa with a trident. <laughs> and some tattoos. And some tattoos. But and to be fair, yes. He they, it looks like they're gonna give him the orange shirt in the movie. Because he, he there's a shot of him with it in the trailer. Cool. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. I just I don't I, this is my thing with characters. I don't care aesthetically so much. Yeah, um, like they, if redesign they, them. If it, redesign them, make them new and interesting. That's fine, right? Just as long as like <laughs> they, they act even a little bit exactly like they're supposed to. Exactly, Jesus H. Exactly. I just Jason Momoa is a good actor. I don't want that. I want to come across as a Momoa hater. Right? No, because he's a cool dude. He's a very cool dude. He's he's, he's great. No, actor. He knocks it out of the park every time. Yeah. But what they're giving him is basically like, hey, man, just go be a bro with the trident. Go, go. Uh, you be you. You be you. Under the ocean. Under the ocean. And we get to this trailer, and I like I like certain parts. I like Mara. Um, you, you and I both, you said Black Manta looks doofy, but I but, like. Well, like, I love the way he looks, but like yes. Black Manta as his a design, character is just goofy. doofy. He's I, I'll, a big I'll black suit with a giant helmet and two red eyes. I'll like, give you that. I'll give you that. But Black Manta looks really good. Yeah, he looks really cool. And, I'm really um, happy with it. Yeah, you know, so all the side characters are looking great. Ocean I even, Master looks really cool. Yes, and like, exactly. Remember I have this theory of why they, they broed Aquaman so hard? No, I don't remember that. Oh, Go well, ahead. All right, so my theory is the reason why they, they broed him out so hard is because Ocean Master is what Aquaman should be. Like, he's what our perception of what Aquaman oh, should be okay. is. Okay. So if you just had Jason Momoa up against whoever's playing Ocean Master, yeah. acting like Ocean Master, they're, like, you're just like, what's the difference in these two dudes? Why do they have conflict? Oh. And that's the reason I think that it's there. Because, like, everything we've seen of Ocean Master in the trailer, he just looks like, he looks like Aquaman, he acts like Aquaman should act. Yeah. So like very regal and royal. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that's why they went this route because they were planning this, and then maybe like after this movie they can make him a little bit more serious. Yeah, they can regal up Momoa a little bit. That's anyway. that's a that's a good theory actually. I like that. I I hope that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I just I I don't know, man. Um, I, there were parts of this trailer I really enjoyed. I like the little scene where he was a kid at the aquarium. Yeah, I know. All those, he's like, talking to the fish. He's talking to the fish, and then like all those fish were like behind him in that tank. You know, that was a really neat. That scene. shark cracks the glass. Yeah, that was really really cool. Just, just like we'll eat every one of you. Yeah, it was really that that was a really neat thing. I just don't know where this movie's going, cause like. At one moment, there's like a bunch of CGI battles with fish, and then another moment, Black Manta is like blasting him through a lighthouse. It looks like, yeah. And then the last scene, you and I love to make fun of because it makes no sense. He's it has no context. Skydiving out of a plane in the middle of a desert. Him and Mira. Mira jumps out. It's a it's a movie about 
ocean people. Yep, and Mara jumps out in the middle of this desert, and she's in the out pi- of the pilot's plane. like, he didn't have a parachute, and he's like, redheads, man, redheads, man. What can you say? Redheads. And this jumps out. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Redheads. What can you say? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's because like stereotypically redheads are supposed to be like wild and I like. Guess. I guess I don't know. <laughs> no. Why the fuck he would say that? That was beyond me. I just I'm very confused because Aquaman is a character that he has a he has a strong fan base, right? A very small but strong fan and base. They're they're tiny but they're adamant. Exactly. And this was DC's chance, and I think DC tried. I think DC tried to take a character no one really cared about. Yeah. And make him into a very relevant character, but they just. Aquaman fell to the wayside with Justice League, unfortunately, because yeah. I mean they they tried that with literally Cyborg, Flash. Um, uh, 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 they I, succeeded with Wonder Woman. They did succeed with Wonder Woman, you know, and then they and then they shoehorned in Superman and and Batman and and all this shit. And then Aquaman, unfortunately, kind of fell to the wayside with that. It's just, I don't know. It it almost feels like they're trying too hard to make him different. It almost feels like they're trying too hard to make him relevant. Yeah, I mean, like, it's basically, like, he's he's almost grandstanding to be like, look at me and how cool I am. Right? And it looks like they're, I don't know, I don't, it's like you said, it's it's like he's not regal, he's not elegant, right? Yeah. So they're trying to make him modern, they're trying to make him approachable, which I can, I can get behind. <laughs> Let's be honest, they're trying to make him fuckable. Fair. <laughs> Fair, because I mean, who wouldn't? If like, Jason I mean, Momoa curled like curled me up in his arms, I'd be like, "Let's go, big man." Like, I mean, if if you put like like Aquaman for the comics next to Jason, Jason Momoa's yeah, Aquaman, yeah, 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 like, yeah. who are you going home with? Who are you going home with? Exactly. But it's just it's it's weird. It's a weird feeling. I don't. Other than other than oh, that's Jason Momoa acting like Ocean Bro. Yeah. On the screen, I don't get anything out of this version of Aquaman. I don't get. Because they try to like sell the struggle of like, oh well, he grew up human even though he's Atlantean, and that's the best reason. That's the reason he should be king, right? Because he understands both worlds. I understand. I understand why they're trying to sell that point because that's a good story plot point, right? The problem is, is that they're not doing that in this trailer for me. You know, yeah. it's just Jason being like, uh, I fucked around a lot and like I don't belong down here. Yeah, you know, I was busy broing out, and and, like, and Mira wants me to come back because like Ocean Master's a dick. Yeah, and, I like, just yeah, I want to be up here. And, and even the, <laughs> and even when they hinted at all this with Justice League, like yeah. it was done very poorly. It was yeah, done absolutely. Like poorly. they were like there was no sound in the water, and then they were in bubbles, and they, I just it was uh, that whole scene was so weird. That whole movie was just so awful. <laughs> God, I don't even. I I thought I had locked all this away. Nope. In the re- in the, it, the recesses of my mind, it but lives. Now Justice League is in slowly, your brain it's, chemistry. It's slowly seeping back into my front. You can lobe. just see a fifteen-minute chase on horses with arrows and a mother box. <laughs> I will never forget how mad I was. I will never forget Neither how mad I. I was. <laughs> yeah, God. I'm normally a very nice and polite moviegoer. Composed. Composed moviegoer. And I just lost my shit. I went ape shit. I went Gorilla Grodd on this movie. Oh, God. Aquaman, I have... I had high hopes for when they announced. Now I just want it to be competent. Yeah. 
I literally just want it to not be bad. I just want it to not be a, another messy DC situation. That's that's all I'm saying. Because between this and the DC streaming service that's coming out, like with Titans, I don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. <laughs> they're, they're saying fuck Batman. <laughs> Let's okay. We've we've got time because we're only at like 50 minutes here. Let's go down the road for Titans just a little bit here. Just oh, a little bit. Okay. Um what the fuck is it? What the um, fuck is Titans? Because I get I get Teen Titans Go is a reimagining. It's following the stupid cartoon pattern, right? That a yeah. lot of cartoons have did. Uh, unfortunately though, I don't I don't I think it misses the mark because Adventure Time was weird and random, but it had a nice cohesive story oh. underplot, right? I mean I regular show was the same way. Yeah. Regular show was just sometimes nonsense but it was nonsense threaded into an overarching story yeah i mean i'd i'd love to go on like just a podcast in general of us talking about the fall of like cartoon network oh god well you and i are going to be talking about teen titans go because that's what started this whole damn podcast but like um but yeah i i watched this trailer for titans and aesthetically i'm okay with beast boy Aesthetically, I'm okay with Robin. Starfire's coat is a little weird. Like, all um, right, the thing about Starfire, yeah. like, I, the first one that everybody wants to point to is that she's black. But, like, yeah. I don't really care about that. that. Who we're, the we're, fuck we're, cares? We're beyond that at this who point. Who the fuck like, cares if she's black? I don't care. I'll, I'll be the internet for a minute. There are Starfire cosplayers that did it better than the, than this multi-million dollar company Well, it's, did. it's funny that you say that because I watched a video recently where they revealed the Batman suit for this show. Yeah. And the Batman suit looks like a mid-grade cosplay where you and I have been to conventions. I've seen better Batman. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I don't know what the, I don't know what's up with this show aesthetically. I don't know what the frick they're doing with, with Robin being like, fuck Batman. Yeah. Like I, why, why? Like, are you trying to be edgy? Cause it's not working. Like, like, that's you, literally what it feels like. You it came just... off stupid is what it came <laughs> off as. I mean, if that's what you're leading with. Yeah. I don't like there's it. some executive in a, like a room somewhere. Kids like swear words, right? Yeah, okay. We'll like, just have Robin say, fuck uh, Batman. It's like Robin's like, he's in this time period where he's like rebelling against his dad. And like they're, they're fight. He's, he's in the middle of this fight and they're like, where's your dad? 16 year olds <laughs> and 17 year olds curse all the time. <laughs> But all the thugs is, where's your dad at? Like, Fuck my dad. I don't like my dad. I don't like my dad. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this series. Like, Raven looks okay. Yeah, like, I, I think Raven looks Raven the best. Raven and Beast Boy look all right. Raven and Beast Boy look Like, okay. this is what I imagine, like, a real-life Raven would look exactly, like. Exactly, exactly. So, I just, I don't know. Uh, it's just weird. And then... On top of that, like we've we've got supposedly a Swamp Thing show coming down the road, yeah. And then there's an I think there's another one supposed to come out. Uh, oh, Harley Quinn animated series, I believe. I mean, eight bucks a month isn't too bad for this, but well, I eight, mean, but like, eight bucks a month right now I think is a bad deal because all you're getting is Titans. Well, and no, I mean, movies. you get all the backlog stuff. Fair, you get the backlog of movies and shows, but yeah, and I like. I come from like, well, I mean, we come from the movie store generation where like, it's not obscene to me to pay $5 to rent three movies. So if you like eight, eight bucks a month, if you just let me rent like all of the like, like eighties, early nineties Batman movies and I can just sit there and watch those. Fair, fair. Like, I mean, I, that doesn't bug me that bad. I just, I don't know. I don't know about this. I, I had high hopes for this service at first. 
And then the more and more I think about it, you know, Titans is supposed to be their flagship for this service. Titans is supposed to be the draw because this is the only place you can watch Titans, uh, the Swamp Thing show, and the Harley Quinn cartoon. I don't. Also, the first two se—I think it's first two or first three seasons of Batman the Animated Series are going to be on it. So I mean, that's worth it right uh, there for me. Fair, fair, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with DC. To be a hundred percent honest, I. They they're aware of the backlash. It's, yeah. it's not like they they're completely ignorant. It's just that like, I don't think anyone knows what to do. Yeah, I mean, like I I've said this for years now. I literally think that it's just like them sitting there, like with the knowledge of if we want to succeed, we should probably copy Marvel. But we're not gonna do that. We're gonna be better than copying the successful thing. We're gonna make our own path. And I just, that was so dumb. That was so dumb. And I'm not even saying they need to do it, like, from the beginning, copy them. But, like, I mean, if you want to go all the way back, let's go back to, like, 2012, I think. It was 2012 when Man of Steel came out. I believe so, yes. Um, Just tie in, like, just, ha- like, if you can get Christian Bale, like, throw all of your money at him and just keep the Batman canon from Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy, and just build from that. That was all they needed to do. I think it's dangerous doing that, though. I think, I think, I think it was a good idea to 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 refresh a few things, right? That way, if this failed, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy wouldn't go down with it, right? The Dark Knight trilogy could stay itself. Yeah, but it was done. That's like, fair. That that's was... fair. That's fair, and that's a fair counterpoint, right? And I was I I personally was okay with a reimagining. And you even had a, Chris Nolan do Man of Steel. Look, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I was okay with a with a with a soft reboot of everything. I yeah. was okay with new actors. I was okay with new costumes and 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 new characters. What I'm not okay with is the fact that they are clinging to this early 2000s idea that every superhero movie need, now needs to be dark and gritty and tortured and torturous, right? That's what happened with Spider-Man, unfortunately, with, with Sony, the first trilogy, right? Yeah. They tried to make Spider-Man really dark. After two movies of him being happy-go-lucky P.T. Parker, they're like, what do we do now? Oh, we got to make it like a dark Spider-Man and throw every villain against the wall. <laughs> Die his hair black. Die his hair You know, fuck it, man. And then the same thing happened with Amazing Spider-Man, right? Amazing Spider-Man 1 was a fun, nice time. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Throw all the villains in there. Throw all the villains in there. Give him a terrible grief, you know, make it dark, you know. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. I mean, I wasn't mad that they did the death of Gwen Stacy. I was mad that they, like, wanted to make tortured Peter Parker, you know, out of that. And then, I don't know. And there's a couple other different things about that. But here's my thing. DC just doesn't, I think they're just completely detached as far as the movies go, right? Supposedly, I haven't been read, I haven't been reading much DC anything, to be 100% honest, because these movies have left a bad taste in my mouth for pretty much everything DC. But supposedly the comics are doing really well right now, even with quote-unquote bat dick in Batman Damned. Which you didn't even know about? I did not even know about, no. Uh, supposedly the comics are doing pretty well. The animated movies are always doing really well. Yeah, because that's what people want. That's what people want, right? I just don't understand between having good comic stories and good animated movies where the creative flow, where the kink is between that. Well, I I think I know what the kink is. They keep these people in separate rooms. 
that's fair. Like you've got like the the animated series people over here, like right, comic probably people, probably so different buildings. Honestly, like the animated people are over here in this building. The comic people are over here in this building. Greg Berlanti is up in Canada making good shows. Yeah, and then the movie people are over here in like a closet somewhere. Like, oh, what do we do? We didn't even find. We can't find our office. Yeah, is this the editing bay or is this the janitor's closet? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. I, I, I think at the end of the day, it's detachment. I think it's detachment from what made DC Comics great. Yeah. You know, yes, DC Comics is full to the gills with dark stories, right? Yeah. But you can do dark stories and not make them like overtly gritty to the point where it feels like a shadow is over you the entire damn movie. The Dark Knight trilogy is a fantastic way of looking at that. Those are not happy stories. No, I mean like... Those are not happy-go-lucky stories. But there is human emotion. There is good editing. There is dry humor spread in there. Yeah. Right? There are things that make the stories feel human. Whereas you look at Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad, all these movies, right? And it's jump cuts, splash pages, cheesy one-liners, and... copious 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 amounts of cgi exactly and that's why wonder woman stands out among all that right because yes wonder woman does have cgi yes wonder woman does have splash pages right uh and and big big effects and big moments right but there is human emotion there yeah there is connection there is good writing that makes you feel like you are part of this story as you watch it exactly i mean a good example like uh, let me Throw spoilers, 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 spoilers okay. for Wonder Woman if yeah. you haven't seen it. And why haven't you if you're listening to us? Right. But um, like that, that scene where like Wonder Woman is just standing there uh, with Steve Trevor and just sees that city getting shelled. And she's like, we got to stop him. And he's like, well, we can't. Like we're yeah. like, we're just people. Like, and then she gets, gets the, she runs to the city cause she's a superhero and everybody's dead from the gas. Yeah. And she's just like standing there like. Wow, like it's that moment where Superman realizes that he cannot save everyone. Yes, yes exactly. It's it's exactly it. That's what makes DC so great. Exactly. God's trying to be humans, right? God's trying to fit into society. Even Batman, I would consider like a god among men, right? Because he's a super genius and knows all these martial arts and and everything, right? Um, and if you want to get real political about it, yeah, he's like a capitalistic god, right? Yeah, but. You know, it's it's these stories of people with all these great powers that try to to be on our level and help us, right? Like even even DC's villains most of the time like think that they're doing the right thing. Like there's not a lot of DC villains. There's there's some. Yeah. But there's not a lot of DC villains who are just like pure like I'm evil for the sake of evil. Like, you know, <laughs> as Dylan would say, Man, I stole all these diamonds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's like there's like you know, there's always like Mr. Zaz is not doing anything for the greater good. No, no but no. like you know, like Mr. Freeze is trying, like has a malevolent thought process. Yeah, Lex Luthor's just like, if you just listen to me, I'd make the city better. Make I'll save everything. Utopia. Like, yeah, I, exactly. Like um, like I even the Joker, like to a certain extent, like he's not like there just to be evil for the sake of evil. He's evil for often, the sake of Batman. Often he sees that the system is broken and he's trying to prove that the system is broken. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's what makes DC fantastic. That's what makes DC great. And I feel like they've just lost track of that. 
So I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't make. I didn't intend for that to be a DC. <laughs> that, rant. that was your equivalent of my going off into the weeds with Solo. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, we both went off in the weeds there for a little bit. But let's wrap up here uh, with the last trailer. The new of the the. I think this is. Is this technically the news? No, Dark Phoenix is the news trailer. So yeah. Cap- Captain Marvel second earlier in the week. Yeah. Okay, so Captain Marvel. This is a hero that I would I would bet a lot of money on that a lot of people don't have investment in. No. Um, you know, diehard comic book fans probably, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of people that are new to comics probably have no idea who she is. Well, no, what I was gonna say is people that are new to comics. Uh, and people that are looking for new female characters are probably invested in Captain Marvel. Right? Oh yeah, but, but if we look at the whole scope of things, like you know, from from now to I don't know, twenty years prior, yeah, thirty years prior, a lot of people probably didn't have a lot of investment in Captain Marvel over the span of that time period, right? So I think it's good. Again, we're we're touching that theme again, where Marvel's taken a character no one really cares about, you know, for the majority speaking, right? And they're reinventing this character. They're presenting it to a new audience, and they're showing like, "Hey, we've got this character with this story, and we think you might like it." You know? Yeah. So those are the positive things I'm seeing out of Captain Marvel. Like aesthetically, great. Um, and here we go again with another Google search because I'm terrible at actors and actresses' names. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Thank you very much. So Brie Larson looks like Captain Marvel, yeah. right? I, I'm really pissed off that everyone's like, oh, she's not smiling enough or she's not showing enough emotions in the trailer or something like that. Like, And to me, it was very obvious, even from the small amount of this very minuscule, not well-told trailer, which we'll get into here in just yeah. a minute. It was very obvious to me that she had like a lot of repressed memories and she was a lot like... She's going through some shit. She's going through some shit. So like, <laughs> why should was she, she smile the whole damn time? Like, I don't get it. You know, I, I just don't understand. And people are like, oh, she's not showing emotion during the trailer. I'm like, because she's trying to like literally unlock memories in her own damn mind. Like, what face do you make? Do you stick your tongue out and like squint really hard <laughs> yeah. when you're trying to like figure out what's going on in your own head? I don't know. But anyway, um, I, I'm pretty, I'm still pretty pumped for this movie. I feel like when we get a second trailer, we'll get a better idea of what's going yeah. on. Like this, this was just to to wet our tongues. This was just to get people like to remember, like, hey, remember Captain Marvel's coming out next year? Yeah, I mean, if anything, this probably should have been the second trailer, and like they should have just made like a better introductory trailer. Fair, because like this one, like I'm. You and I like the trailer, but we have the same problems with the trailer, and is that the trailer does not tell us it, anything about the movie. I think I think it's a very good because they do call it a teaser trailer. I think it's yeah. a very good teaser trailer because we got young Nick Fury, we have younger Nick, uh, Phil Coulson, we have uh, scrolls, uh, we have '90s blockbuster aesthetic, yeah. you know, dropping in there. So I think it is very good at teasing what Captain Marvel can be. The problem is, is that we are, we're what, uh, three, about six months out. Yeah. It comes out. I think it comes out March. in March. Yeah. It's, it'll probably be my birthday movie. That's right. Like it's going to be a worse. Mine is dark Phoenix. God damn it. I know, right. Yeah. Uh, and then and well, like, I got black Panther well, this last time. So, it's yeah. literally here just to be like, all right, it's, it's March. Yeah. Infinity war comes out in yep. May. We're gonna like get ready. Like yep. you got two months. Exactly. Exactly. And this is your savior. Yep. So I, I just don't know. I don't know how I feel about this movie quite yet. Other than I'm excited to watch it because yeah. it looks like it's pro- produced well, and it and, and it's gonna be in Guardians of the Galaxy area because it's Guardians like, of the Galaxy 2.5 because it's the like you're dealing with the Kree and you're dealing with Ronan and like 
because Ronan is supposedly the villain of the movie. Really? Yeah, like Ronan the Accuser is supposed, as far as I know from what I've read, is supposed to be the villain of the movie. Man, I hate that. I don't know if I'm I'm down for that because I didn't like how they did Ronan. <sighs> Man, I don't know. And I know he's at least in it. Yeah. Okay. And he might he might not be the main villain, but I know he's in the movie. Okay. All right. I this is one of the rare moments where I agree with the majority of the internet in, in this aspect. Not the stupid she's not smiling enough or showing enough emotion. That's that's horse shit. Yeah, it's people looking for problems. Yeah. But this is where I do agree, like my interest peaked right when I heard there was a trailer gonna be coming out, like the day before, right? And then it just dropped as soon as I saw the trailer because I was like, I don't know. You know, yeah. I want this movie to be good. I feel like it is going to be good. But as far as interest goes, it's way in the back. It's in the backlog. It's on the back of the grill. You know, I just, I'm, I'm, nah. you know, when we get closer and we learn more about it, I'll be more interested for this movie. But for right now, I, I kind of hate that they did this. I kind of hate that they gave us this teaser trailer with, very small teasing tasting bits to it you know i feel like they would have done better if they had given us a little bit more to work off of yeah but who knows that's my other thing though with trailers other trailers put way too damn much in exactly and you feel like you've watched half the damn movie you know yeah i mean like don't don't just burn all of your good things in the movie like all right uh an example this is completely off topic but it's a good example okay like you you uh, seen the trailer for white boy rick nope all right so uh the trailer for white boy rick is about like this kid in detroit who gets like caught up with like drug dealing and the fbi oh, and yeah 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 yeah. it's got matthew mcconaughey in it yeah. so you have seen the trailer yeah yes yes yes, yes, yes. all right so I, me and one of my friends went and saw that movie that movie is two hours long oof and literally anything that is interesting about that movie is in that trailer. Oh, really? And like they, they it's just like they sold us a false bill of goods. I hate that. I hate yeah. that so much. And I liked the movie a lot. Like it was a if good If you're going to make a but... trailer, do tease us. Let us like go, oh man, what's up with that? Or, oh, why is that there? Right. And do give us something to work off of so we know what the hell the movie's about. Right. But don't show us all the best bits. In trailer. I hate that. I hate that about trailer. Cult. I love trailers. I love movie trailers. I hate that about current modern trailer culture, though, is that either we don't get anything like with this Captain Marvel trailer or we get everything. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I feel like I've just watched the whole damn movie. You know, do you have any last thoughts about Captain Marvel? I'm excited for it. It's going to be Marvel's first female like lead role. Yes. In a movie. That's, and that's important. That's very important. Probably still should have been uh, Black Widow, but That's regardless, in the works supposedly. Like I mean, you know, they've had they've had a long time. They could have done it by now, but fair. Anyway, I mean, to me, I always look at it from like a, I hate to say a competitive standpoint, but like this is going to be their answer to Wonder Woman is just be like, yeah, we can do it too, and we can do it better. And I think that's what they're gunning for. That's a good way of looking at it. Actually, I have not thought about that, and especially because. You know, if you if you stand like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel up against each other on a wall, right? They they share they're they're similar looking. Like I mean, they're they're both women. They're both red, white, and blue themed. Like I mean, she's blonde and uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman's, Woman's brunette. Blonde. Yeah, but like 
if you were if I if we were they screwed come from like strong mythical backgrounds. Yeah, I, yeah. they've got similar powers, uh, not the same power. Like you know, like the super strength flying power. Okay, like, I'll, g- I'll give you those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if we're if we were screw attack, we could put them against against each other, and you wouldn't <laughs> death know. Battle. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know which one was going to win. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good way of looking at it, though. I think that it's, this is Marvel's answer to Wonder Woman, and hopefully, it's just as good. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully it's just as good. I don't want to. I don't want to have like Marvel be. I don't want. I don't want Captain Marvel to be better than Wonder Woman. I just want them both to be good. Yeah, exactly. I think it's important. I think representation in comics is important because it opens up to a wider audience. I I, I am of the camp that you don't need to reinvent a character to have representation. I think you should just make a new character or take an old character and make them good, like what they did with Black Panther, right? Yeah. Because Everyone kind of knew about Black Panther growing up, right? But then, you know, we've got this brand new Black Panther, and now we have a new wide audience, you know, they are really into comics now, right? Yeah, and, and, the, and they're really into Black Panther because that movie's really good. Exactly, and like, exactly. So you, if you do it right, you know, you can bring in more people, and I always want more people to be in a comic so I can talk to people. Exactly. Know? Yesterday, I had a student, uh, we were in class, and she's a little bit shy, and she had a Black Panther Otterbox case on her phone. Yeah. And she had flipped it over, you know, and I was like, oh, is that Black Panther? And she said, yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. And so, like, it was like this starry looking, like, really awesome looking, you know, Otterbox with Black Panther on it. And she goes, yeah, I really love the movie. You know, I had such a great time. I think all that's important. I, I want more people to be into comics. Oh. I want more people to be into heroes so we can all have cool discussions about comics and heroes and themes and things like that. Yeah. I just I don't know why I thought of this yeah, randomly. Have you do you know anything about this Doom Patrol thing DC's doing? Doom Patrol? Yeah, they're making a Doom Patrol show. They've cast like the entire show already. Uh, no. Yeah, like huh. I, you've never mentioned it to me, and we didn't even talk about it here. Yeah, like no, I, mean, I did not know that. Was I really hate to do, like you know like like got Brendan Fraser to be like Robot Man, and like they like they got a whole like what? yeah, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> Are you? What? I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah, like it's. I everything I've seen looks neat. Oh my! Lord. I, I don't care about Doom Patrol at all because they're like, they're they might as well be the Guardians of the Galaxy of DC. Where I'm just like, you guys are a thing, I guess. Okay, but Jesus, wow, yeah, huh? Uh, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, if if Marvel can get away with doing Runaways. Yeah. You know, which not to say like, oh, Runaways is bad and it should have been made. I actually really enjoyed Runaways, right? But, you know, Runaways was a good cast of diverse characters. You know, you and know. I mean, and they can tie Doom Patrol into Titans because Beast Boy joins a Doom Patrol at one point. So, yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of cool things. Like, That's they, interesting. They're planning neat things. They are planning neat things. Let's just hope they actually follow through with said neat things. Yeah. Oh, man. Doom Patrol. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. I think that'll cover it for today, though. I think that's we we've we've hit a lot of bases here, other than yeah. trailers, which I think is good. I think it's good for us to have an un, unscripted spontaneity, spontaneity yeah, talk. This I, is this is where I shine. <laughs> that's true. That's true. When I when I'm in a scripted platform, I'm just like, oh, I feel like there's rules. I don't like rules. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Panel Pictures. If you guys have any suggested topics, comments, questions. Email them to us at panelpicturespodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, just keep listening. We're going to have more episodes coming up here in the near future. Uh, Look forward to that, guys. And until next time, stay super, and we'll see you all later. Bye-bye.